My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. An Erio's original. Welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And who are our patrons for today? We have Rachel Lynn and Manuel. Welcome to the team, guys. Welcome. And uh, if you are a patron, you get to see how ugly i look today and the makeshift background i tried to create that those looks, ring lights baby yeah and the background i made looks insane i got <laughs> i hung up some drapes and then paper clipped like a sasquatch and some pom-poms but then i also didn't i didn't iron the drapes so they're it's very super, wrinkly <laughs> i look like i look like i'm on a meth binge trying to hide from the cops like I it think really the cops does. are outside and I'm covered my windows. I look insane. Um, so congrats to the patrons who get to see that. Really excited congrats. for you. Also, before we get into it, I have to say we called it Scammers Got a Scam January, and someone in the Discord was like, "Why don't you call it Scamuary?" Oh <laughs> shit! Of course, Scamuary. Yeah, and I was like. Because we're not smart. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so such an idiot. I'm an are, idiot. We'll be finishing up. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. So, uh, fuck, I'm an idiot. Um, so, we'll be finishing up Scamuary. Uh, Melissa, what is our episode on today? Today is 
I don't know if it's like a reverse scam or like a scam. It's a scam is somehow involved in it. Okay. But I was going to do this episode on some another wellness lady, but there really wasn't that much info, like not enough for a full episode. She's still like, there's still stuff going on with her. So maybe like we'll come back to got her it. later. She got arrested for scamming, for pretending to have cancer. You know, that old scam. Oh, but then we got. An Why is email. that like a classic scam? No, because it's you can't like so question. weird. You can't be like, do you have cancer? Like that. Would yeah, it's so weird. Sensitive. We got an email from listener Kate who was like, thanks for always making my week less lonely and always brightening my day when I hear an episode. Have you heard about the Canadian Kardashians? <gasps> and I was like, what is the car? Can- Carnate. <laughs> Carnadian Kardashians. Kardashians. Uh, the story is wild. And so I looked it up. It's crazy. I've never heard this story. I haven't either. It mainly happened in like 2016, 2018. So maybe that's why I didn't hear about it. But like, it's a crazy story about two sisters. Ooh. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's get into it oh they do look like the kardashians oh, you kind of them? similar yeah. vibe yeah oh i gave it a goog yeah like black long black hair big booties yeah tan, you know yeah um so i found this really good new york times article from 2018 which was written by dan levin which is like where i got the majority of my info got it in december 2016 sisters jyoti and kieran matharu posted an apology video saying that they were sorry for running a popular Nigerian gossip blog called Niger Gist Live. It's a weird video. They were specifically apologizing to a man who is an ex-boyfriend of one of the sisters. He's the super rich Nigerian dude. And this website no longer exists, but I found some archives and some posts of it. It's basically like a cross between, you know, that blind item site, Crazy Days and Nights? yeah. And like Dumois, like that anonymous gossip. Okay. It's kind of like like anyone can submit to it. So like it's not really. Got it. it can just be whatever it is. So they post a bunch of gossip about like rich and famous Nigerians. Are they Nigerian? No, they're Canadian. They're from Toronto. Oh, right. That's so specific. <laughs> <Yeah>. that- <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's very strange. But we'll get back to this apology video later. Okay. So these sisters, Jyoti and Kiran, were born in Toronto to parents who immigrated from India. So they're Indian. And they grew up middle class. But they were known for dating very rich Nigerian men. I've gotten that email before. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a reverse Nigerian prince. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they had like a tons of like designer bags and shoes and clothes and jewelry that they had to convert a bedroom in their apartment to like a whole closet like that's how much stuff they're getting from all these dudes they owned multiple mercedes all given to them by rich dudes what like they don't pay for anything no other clothes nothing they basically modeled their lives after the kardashians like their instagram is full of like expensive clothes and jewelry riding in private jets they both have long black hair. They wear a ton of makeup. And that's how they got the nickname, the C- Canadian Kardashians, the can cars. You know what's strange is I have no idea how would you like even procure a car or a purse from a man? Like, how does that even come up? I think, how does that happen? I think 
maybe well i'll tell you their story but this seems like an unusual way for them to do this but i feel like now it's like instagram like you just post thirst yeah and like you kind of like drop into dudes dms i guess but then like a guy's like let me buy you a purse like i've dated men with money and i've never we've never stumbled to the phase of our relationship where it's like let me buy you a car or a purse martin got me a a bag but he's my husband and it was like a christmas gift. you guys are married yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys are married like i've had men like buy me like toilet paper when i need it and like nice yeah, stuff I like that I've, I've never had a boyfriend buy me a purse or like i've gotten like but even jewelry, that's different but but like special occasions yeah. but like not right yeah, but know. like you gotta find this is like a real like sugar baby dynamic yeah yeah i guess you, that's what it is yeah you gotta be a professional these girls know what they're doing yeah you gotta so. be a pro all right yeah so anyway they got involved in this like international scandal involving one of the world's richest men a gossip website and they were arrested a few times in different countries mm, god so how did this all start so in back in 2008 Jyoti was about 24. She met a dude while working at Marciano at the mall in uh, Ooh. Was, isn't Mar- Is it Marciano by Guess or Guess by Marciano? It's like I think same. it's Guess. I think it's Guess. Yeah. Yeah. He was like he was he was this like attractive, hot dude, and was like, I want to fly you down to Atlanta to hang out. God. And she was like, okay, well, can my sister come too? Because, like, just flying by yourself with a guy is, like, sketch. But if she's like, I'll have my sister come with me. Because, like, you know, yeah. safety in numbers, I guess. And he was like, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Sure. So he flew the sisters down. I think um, Kieran was two years younger. So they were, like, 22, 24. Mm. And they hung out at this, like, super nice house. And they met another dude, a friend of this guy's. He was a Nigerian guy. And they took them shopping and they bought them everything they wanted. <laughs> this is insane. I guess just because, just to, for being hot, I guess. So then this Nigerian nice. dude invited them to fly on his private jet to France and Greece to like go shopping what? and eat at fancy restaurants <laughs> and then to go what? to his home in Nigeria. I don't know. I guess it's this just bizarre. It is bizarre. Um, so he lived in this like amazing mansion, with, like tons of marble and servants and a private chef. Tons of marble. <laughs> he lived in an amazing mansion. Just there tons was tons of, of marble. marble. I feel like that's what rich people think is like. Yeah, just marble. Fancy. When I went to everything Dubai. Everything is just like, white and marble. Yeah. When I went to Dubai, everything was either like marble or gold. Yes. I think that's just what it's an aesthetic because it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. How was Dubai? Dubai, I would never go there again. Like I got it. I got. I was only there for twenty four hours. It was a layover, but it was amazing. You got the gist. I mean, it's it was it was like Las Vegas times a thousand. And we went in the okay, Burj Khalifa. I don't know if I the, love the that tallest building in the world. We rode camels in the desert. We did it all. All in twenty four hours. Wow, you did a oh, lot yes. during a layover. We had it all planned out. We're going to go to the Burj Khalifa where Tom Cruise jumped out of in the Mission Impossible. You know what I'm doing while you're talking? Googling camels. No, I'm Googling, are there any uh, video filters for Riverside? 
that make you look more attractive. That's the problem with Riverside. So we're no longer using Zoom or yeah. Riverside because the quality, it is better. But there's yes. no, there's got to be some sort of There's no softening. blur. Uh, you can put Vaseline on your I could I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay <laughs> it to, I'll listen it. now. I'll stop Googling and I'll listen for the rest of the episode, but just know that's on my mind. Well, when I, before I posted the clip on Instagram, I, I ran it through... I did Good face, for you. face tune. I did just Good like for you. There you blur. go. That's my girl. So, That's my girl. That's why her friends. You know what to do. You know what to do. I know what to do. Now they've got okay, yeah, lights. Okay. You can see like everything. Else. We're the web crawler Kardashians. <laughs> yeah. I would, would dare posting anything online. You got to run that through face tune. Oh my God. I'm laughing so hard. Okay. Continue. Um. So this guy. He turns out he's one of the wealthiest men in Nigeria. Oh, my God. So, Kieran, the sister, hung out at the house by the pool while Jyoti went with this dude to Malaysia. They hung out with a prince. They played polo Mm. with this dude. They told their parents they got jobs as flight attendants. I mean, that's actually a good cover Yeah, if you're traveling all the time. Yeah, because they're posting on Instagram that they're, like, all over the world. Yeah. So Jyoti dates this dude for a few years, this Nigerian dude, and then he bought oh. the sisters a condo in Toronto and was sending her $10,000 a month. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Crazy. That's insane. But they dated, I think, for only a few years, and they broke up. Once they broke up, they started just dating rich Nigerian dudes because they found it was an easy place to find rich dudes to date because they were known there. Yeah. Is like, oh, here are these two hot sisters. Oh. So they were kind of known as like, yes, you know, available hot babes. Uh, so they started <laughs> posting everything on Instagram. They were on yachts in the Bahamas. They went shopping in Paris. They were carrying around Hermes bags. And oh God. they were constantly being talked about on Nigeria's gossip blogs. But, like, not always good stuff. Is Hermes, like, the Birkin? Is that what the Birkin is? Hermes? Oh, like, the Birkin? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Hermes is the who makes the Birkin bag. And those things can be up to... Those things are, like, a quarter of a million dollars. Like, it's crazy. Those things run from, like, $12,000 to, like, $100,000. You know what I heard that Martin told me this? And I don't know why Martin would know this. What? But... Women who have the Birkin bags, they get a fake Birkin to wear out in the world. Oh, to take out? Yeah, and they leave the real ones. That doesn't surprise me. Because, like, they're, it's, Cause it's, it's like an art piece. Like, it's not, because the resale price is apparently goes up. Like, it's a really good investment. Yeah, they appreciate crazy. that. Actually, yeah. doesn't that doesn't surprise me at all? Yeah, yeah. And also, if someone were to steal it, that'd oh, be like yeah. devastating. That's, why would you ever go outside? You got to ensure like, that. Yeah. This one I'm looking at is $209,000. Why? And I've seen it on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, one of the women. Oh, houses. yeah. It looks like, like a little house. <laughs> they are. They are, They look ridiculous. Some of them are look really ridiculous. Yeah, this is crazy. Okay. Can, but, um, so they're, get, they're getting huge gifts. They're getting real. Yeah. They're making, they're making money. Um. So, yeah, they're being talked about on all these gossip blogs. Uh, one headline said, Indian twin menace, Nigeria's most promiscuous <laughs> sisters. <laughs> oh, my God. 
And another one was cool. why billionaire housewives dread them. Like they were Ooh. like being talked about as these two like, terrorists, like coming into the country, like stealing all the men. <laughs> They're like but, emotional, like, it's, it's sexual that, like, terrorists. Yeah, like they were being blamed for all these rich men cheating on their wives. So like slut shaming a little, you know. Yeah, it takes two to tango. Seriously. So then Kieran meets another guy who turns out to also be one of the richest men in the world. <laughs> this guy, Femi Otadola who's this Nigerian mm. oil tycoon. He's an oil tycoon. An oil tycoon. An oil tycoon. <laughs> He's worth $1.8 billion. And what do you he, even do with that money? I don't know. You buy marble mansions. Yeah, marble. <laughs> <laughs> you just buy slabs of marble. Marble. <laughs> I'm a marble tycoon. I'm a marble tycoon. <laughs> so he was pursuing Kieran, but she was already in a relationship, but like didn't stop. Until Kieran gave in. She's like, okay, fine, I'll date you. <laughs> like, he was obsessed with her. He's 50. Yeah. Married with a son. And he's, like, constantly surrounded by bodyguards and security. Like, that's how important he is. Yeah. Um, but then they dated for a few years. And then in 2013, Kieran ends the relationship. And Femi, like, wasn't happy. He was, like, Ooh. pissed about it. Around 2013 is when this gossip site... Niger Gist Live becomes a thing, like the Dumois of Nigeria. Yeah. And they post all sorts of rumors and allegations of cheating. And also they post about like people bribing the government. Like it's serious allegations and rumors on this site. Oh. And they would post stories about Femi, Kieran's ex-boyfriend. But the owner of the site is anonymous. And the comments aren't moderated. So, like, it's just full of people commenting, like, oh, I saw him here. I saw him there. I saw, I heard he's bribing the government. I heard he's, like, laundering money. Like, it's all sorts of shit. And so wealthy and rich people, they really want to know who it is so they can threaten to sue the site. I'm sure. And it's, like, good for blackmail. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you could be, like, like give me money or I'm going to put you on Nijajist That's live. That's exactly what happened with this. Oh, that's, interesting. That's, it's kind of where the story's going. In October 2016, there was a news story that said the person behind Nija Just Live was identified. Ooh. And it's from this website, bellanija.com. And it said, suspected owner of Nija Just Live arrested and confesses to scamming and blackmailing Nigerians, including Femi Otodola. So this was apparently they accused this guy of the site. He was arrested. Hmm. Uh, he claimed that he was hired by someone to just like program the site. Interesting. Interesting. So he, he, he was like, well, I'm not. He's like someone hired me to like build the site. I'm not the one posting all of these rumors, but they didn't believe him. Um, so they're like, OK, great. We figured out who has the site. Mystery solved, right? Not so fast. Wrong. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to bonus episodes, shoutouts, merch discounts, etc. And perhaps a weekly Patreon bonus episode? What? Did you guys like our Fart Wife episode? That was a good I one. I hope you wow. did. We'll have a new one coming this week. Maybe on butts again. 
rumpology. <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite sure. But anyways, you can donate as little as $2 a month to become a patron. Also, please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out. Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Mailbag episodes are back. We're so yeah, excited. Baby. Call us again. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And we will play them. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Now back to our program. So in December 2016 in Lagos, the sisters were hanging out in their hotel uh, when they got a knock on the door, they open it and the police burst into their hotel room and some were taking photos of them like in their bathrobes. Oh, my God. And the photos ended up being posted online. They're like, what the fuck is going on? And they they asked to see a warrant, but they didn't show them a warrant. And the police officers were all in plain clothes, too. So none of them had like hmm. identifying uniforms. And the girls tried to call the Canadian embassy, but they took the phone out of their hands. Oh, shit. So they were like, oh, my God, are we being kidnapped? What's going on? Yeah, that's scary. But they did end up at the police station, and they were asked if they owned Niger Gist Live and were spreading rumors about rich Nigerians. And they were like, huh? Uh-oh. like, but also that site posted stories about these two girls. They're like, why would we be behind it? Oh, really? They're like, it posts stuff about us, too. And they were accused of cyber stalking and threatening to kidnap Nigerians, including Kieran's ex-boyfriend, Femi. Oh, my gosh. They were like, what is happening? We are not behind this. And they thought that 
they're like back in October, someone was already arrested for this. So why, why us? Yeah. So they were driven to another police station uh, called Nigeria's Special Anti-Robbery Squad, which is a branch that was like notorious for corruption and torturing people to get confessions. I was going to say that like sounds fake. It's called, I think it's called SARS of Nigeria. (laughs) 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 They were placed in an office and this officer demanded that they write statements saying that they own the gossip blog. Oh gosh. And they were like, no, sir, we're not doing that. Also, the blog was written in a language they didn't even speak. It was Nigerian pidgin. Oh, interesting. They're like, we don't speak this language. We don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So they were there for like a few hours. They're like, we're not doing this. There's no fucking way we're admitting to this. So they refused. And then they were put in a jail cell that was like filled with rats, had a dozen other women in it. Oh, my God. There was a hole in the ground for a toilet. Like, they were just thrown in there. They didn't know for how long they were going to be there. But the next day, they were taken back to their hotel rooms. And the police took their passports, their laptops, their phones. They had them open the safe. They took $11,000 from them. And then they drove the sisters to a hotel by the airport. And they were locked in this airport hotel with a guard outside, a police guard outside. But they didn't know what was going oh, on. Oh, God. Yeah. So when they were arrested, they were assigned a guy to be their assurity, which is like a person who is responsible for them to show up to their court dates and make sure they don't flee. I guess like a, a parole officer sort of type person. This guy is also at the hotel where the sisters are being kept. And he's talking to the guard and he's like, hey, do you need some food? Do you need a drink? Like, I can watch the sisters if you want to take a break. And this guard ends up drinking a lot of beer <laughs> and passing oh, out. Oh, no. Like, this guy's oh, like, no. here, have some beer. Because he's oh, no. like on the sister's side. He's like trying to help them out. <laughs> oh, God. So this guard passes out. Oh, like, Jesus classic, Christ. Classic, yeah. <laughs> here, have a drink. And so these sisters leave the hotel with this dude. But they can't fly back to Canada because they don't have their passports. So they're like, we need to figure out a way to get some help before this guard wakes up. Oh, my God. So we can get get back here. So they find a phone. They call the Canadian consulate. And the consulate is like, okay, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll call you back. And they're like, no, you don't understand. We don't have a phone. We're in a hotel. They arrested yeah. us. We didn't do it. And they're like, okay, well, we'll we'll try to figure it out. We'll call you back. They're like, we don't have a phone. And they're like, okay, no, like we just, need to get this settled now. <laughs> they were. It was just like someone like not really like paying attention was like, okay, sure. What's your problem? Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to you. Oh my god. So they return to their hotel room and they're just like waiting for something to happen. They're there for days, and then the police officer who's watching them, he says he's going to bring them back to their original hotel room so they can put on some nice clothes and makeup. And they're like, okay. Weird. And so the police took the sisters to Femi's house, Kieran's ex-boyfriend. Oh, snaps. Who told them that they needed to cooperate or they're going to go to prison for 10 years. 
Oh, shit. He thought that they were running this website. And and he apparently was, like, really paranoid and, like, kind of crazy. But someone had posted a damaging story about him and his wife and their son on Nigel Just Live and was contacting him asking for money to take it down. So he thought the sisters were, like, bribing him. Uh, Yeah. So Femi also told the sisters... He locked a journalist in his house for multiple days for an unfavorable story. He's like, I did it to this guy and I'll do it to you. I'll do it to you. Oh, Jesus. This dude Christ. was nuts. He also yeah. had a Nokia phone because he was worried about his email being hacked. <laughs> like, he didn't trust iPhones. I love that for him. I think so that's great. So he was like Good paranoid already. <laughs> so they're like, we don't know what you're fucking talking about. Uh, And then the police take them back to their airport hotel. They're there for days again, just waiting for something to happen. And then the police officer is like, okay, we need to take you to the courthouse for your hearing. But they need to stop by the bank on the way because they need to withdraw money for quote unquote court fees. They're like, this isn't right. You can't. You're taking us to a bank on the way to the courthouse. This is not. Yeah, this doesn't make this is sense. A sketch. So they end up going to the courthouse. They pay a bunch of money, like thousands of dollars, but they never meet with a lawyer. A bunch of people there take what? photos of them. So there's photos of them, like at the courthouse, like posted online. Oh my God. But also there, they meet the guy who was accused of running Nigel just live. He said he's been held for months. And he said the police have oh tortured God. him. They beat him because he wouldn't <gasps> admit to owning the site. And they're like, what is going on? Holy shit. By, so by now, there's a bunch of stories on the internet about them owning the site. They're like, oh, sisters got arrested for owning gossip site. Oh, God. But what's crazy is that the site is still being updated with stories while the girls are detained. So they're like, we can't possibly be running the site. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It's being updated. So then after a week of being held in this like hotel room, the cop comes to the door. He told the sisters if they make an apology video, they could get their passports back and fly home. They were like, we're not doing that. Like, this is shady. So they decide they're like, well, we have no other choice. Let's just make the fucking video. We'll get our passports. We'll fly home. So in the video, like the cop is holding the f- the phone, they're standing against the wall in a room as someone's filming them. What? And then Jyoti reads a confession off her phone. She admits that the sisters ran the website. They apologized to Femi and his family. And here, the apology's still up. Here is oh my god. Family, especially his wife and children, and all the other petitioners, we created a platform called NigelJustLive.com and .co, where people can send in stories. Most stories were sent by close friends or associates of people being written about. The intention was not to hurt anyone or to be malicious. The intention was not to extort anyone. We haven't received any money from this website. The money went to Baba Tunde Oyebode of Hustle Inc. We are again very sorry and we assure all the petitioners that we will not have any affiliation whatsoever with this website or any other website that has to do with this. We promise not to say anything of the contrary to what we are saying now. We freely volunteer to make this video and not under duress because we are aware of the damage it's done to people. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's the video. It's so strange. But it was not them who did. Like it wasn't them no, who did it. Who made this they were not website? This website. But they finally posted the video. They let them go, but they didn't get their passports back. So they were like stuck there. So God. this video went out online, and everyone thought it was real. So like it ruined their reputation. Oh <laughs> They're like, oh, these fucking bitches. Yeah, are so this. many people are probably mad at them. Yeah. So then a week later, they posted bail. They flew back to Toronto with emergency travel documents issued by the Canadian officials. So they finally got, they were able to go back. Oh, good. So once home, they decided to like not post about this. But then like that didn't really last long. <laughs> so they started like <laughs> talking to Canadian media. <laughs> they posted about this on their lifestyle blog. Like they were just. Um, so something happened. <laughs> so I did a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was arrested in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was held for quick update. Yeah. Um, oops. Uh, so a few months later in September 2017, um, Joti, she was trying to fly to the United States. Like, I would just lay low for a while. Like, I would. Yeah, I'd like stay home for a minute. But she was at the Toronto airport and they told her she couldn't fly because there was an outstanding warrant for her arrest. Oh, no. She's like, uh, there is. And then a week later, Kieran flew to Venice with a friend to like go furniture shopping or something. What? And I wouldn't fly internationally until for like, I would just make sure everything was okay. But she was apparently waiting for no. her luggage at the Venice airport. The Italian customs uh, locked her in a room with no food, water, or explanation. Then eight hours later, Girl. the officials told her that she was under provisional arrest because of a flag on her passport. Oh, Lord. She spent the next 40 days in jail awaiting extradition to Nigeria. Oh, no. But Nigeria never filed the extradition paperwork because they have 40 days to do it. And so Kieran was allowed to fly home to Canada. Oh, She was like in jail for 40 days for no reason. And that's not a small amount of days. I mean, that's horrible. No. So once she got back to Canada, the sisters began pleading with Interpol to get their names off of this database of red notices. Like the red notice is like Osama bin Laden is on like the red notice list. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, uh, like can we look into what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Like normally they go after like murderers and drug traffickers. They're like, we're just, yeah. Do anything. I'm just a bimbo. <laughs> I'm just a bimbo. I am an influencer. So while they yeah. waited for Interpol to review their cases, they continued to post online like they did ads for shoes and hair extensions and spray tans. Kieran <laughs> oh developed like an online food consulting brand. <laughs> like they were just living their lives. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. And then in June 2018, an American man who was living in Dubai who followed Joti on oh, no. Instagram contacted her about starting a fashion line. Good. Good. So he wanted to visit them in Canada. <laughs> But then they got a package from Interpol about the appeals commission. And inside was a letter informing them that the Interpol had deleted their names from its database. So they were free 
free to travel the world. Oh my god. So Jyoti had this dude book her a plane ticket to Dubai in September. Um, and then, like, I guess these two people, they fell in love. She was on a private island. Um, <laughs> and then one evening she was wearing, like, this orange dress that her sister had made. And he was, like, very impressed by it. And he was like, oh, well, let's get you a fashion line and like found manufacturers in Los Angeles to like start a fashion line for them. And that's how Fashion Nova was created. That's how Fashion Nova (laughs) was created. But they started a line called Spectrum Studio. This was back in 2018. I looked it up. It's not really a thing now. I'm sure. So that kind of didn't really work out for them. Um, But they said that they are inundated with messages from women asking for guidance on finding a billionaire. <laughs> so, like, how do you do that? I was going to say, they that's what they should do. Like, they got to yes. write a book about, like, how to get a man to buy you a car. Or, like, you know, like, that's yeah. where their yeah. expertise is, you know? Yeah. So some of their advice has been, don't be greedy. When he asks what kind of car you want, don't ask for a Rolls Royce. But how do you get to the point where he's asking? You say like a sob? What do you? Yeah, I'll take a, I guess just a Honda will do. Like, I'll take a Honda. They said you should observe proper jetiquette by dressing conservatively on their private jet. Oh, jetiquette. You don't want to look like some guy hired, hired a hooker for a weekend. That's like, yeah, you want to look like a girlfriend or a wife. Okay. Um, and then, and obviously, when he hands you thousands of dollars for a luxury shopping spree, bring him back some change. Okay. And maybe a gift for him. And maybe a gift for him. But I looked them up now. They're on Instagram still. Ooh. Jyoti wrote a guide on how to get a natural BBL, a Brazilian butt lift. I'm listening. She wrote a, a book. Or it's like a guide. It says, Snatural. Oh. <laughs> The Guide to Natural Looking BBL. It's $150. What? Yes. It's uh, The website is introducing, introducing Snatural. Introducing. Introducing, introducing Snatural. Uh, it says, new body, who dis? Yes, I got my body done this summer. I've been recovering since then, hence my absence on IG. I get so many questions oh my about God. my BBL. Where'd you do it? Who's your doctor? Did it hurt? Do you have before and after pics? This is round two for me, but it's my first time doing lipo 360. Um, yada, yada, yada. Since then, I've researched for years on how to get the good BBL. Um, and any work I get done, I like it looking natural. Like, did she or didn't she is my thing. I got a, it's, that's a good philosophy. Yeah, it's a guide for how to get a BBL. Uh, she does. You can have a consultation you know with her. Cool. But it That's looks exciting. like they're still, they're still flying on PJs. They're, they still have expensive jewelry. They're still. Well, you sell one lives. Birkin. Yeah, you sell one Birkin. You're good for. Yeah. Who knows how long? So that's what the sisters are up to. They're. I think they're in their like mid thirties now. Mid to late oh, 30s. Past their prime. That was past their prime. Well, yeah, I'd say early 30s. That's a good. That's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's 
That's the Canadian Kardashians. It's a crazy story. You know what? Here's my take. At first, I was anti. By the end, I was like, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, good for these <laughs> girls. Yeah. Like, they they worked the system. You know, they yeah. you know, they were only arrested a couple times and, you know, almost... It happens to, to the best of us. Blackmail, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like this word, jetiquette. I like... Jetiquette. I like... I like charging $150 for a little manual. <laughs> I think that this is I mean, all great. probably has some good tips in there. Her butt looks good. We should have them on the Patreon episode about rumpology. Oh. And butts. Maybe we can reach out to her and be like, we're interested in butts. We have we're a podcast. Like, will you butt. come on? <laughs> we're really interested in your butthole. Will you come on? Um <laughs> And just see, and also, I mean, a lot of our I- listeners are interested in booty masks. Booty so masks, yeah. If any of you uh, have one hundred and fifty dollars to spare, maybe you should uh, get this. Uh, yeah, consult with her. One hundred and fifty Canadian. How much is that American? I think it's pretty similar. Oh, it's one hundred and twelve. Yeah, I thought it was like going to be like three hundred American, and I was going to say, okay, bitch, that's too much. Yeah, um, you, get a, you get a lot for your dollar over there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, if you guys know any other uh, Kardashians from other countries, if you have any, <laughs> if you French know any good scams, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you know where to get a um, filter for Riverside, um, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. All right. Well, I am Allie uh, Fake Birkin Siegel. I am Melissa Jettikit Stetton. I like that. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. An Erio's original. Powered by ACAS. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 